question is, who, who knows how to make shadow puppets with their hands? Who can do a shadow puppet? Can you? Do you want to come forward and do a shadow puppet? On here, big screen, this is your chance. Come on then, let's see what you can do. Okay, who wants to have a go? Will, come on then. See what can happen, see what can happen. I'm looking to some of you older boys and girls. Because I know some of you have got enough hair, white hair, to show you that you're wise and you know these things. <laughs> Go for it, Will. Let's see, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, a round of applause, everyone. Thank you very much. Robson, have you got what going on? Oh, yeah, we've got, a, we've got a bird going on there as well. Thank you very much. Well done. Thank you. It's all gone quiet out here. Those are the two children who are going to have a go today. So who else has got one? I can hear, I can visualise tumbleweed. <laughs> very simple rabbit. You could have all have done that. You could all have done a simple rabbit, couldn't you? Um, the, and this one, nice and easy bird that Robson did. All right, okay, do you want to see a complicated one? Yes. Okay, well, you're going to have to try, try from the uh, projector. Can somebody come forward? Can you put your hands up like that? Somebody, oh, Sarah, you're looking good. Look at that. <laughs> she was there. She was there. She saw the image, and she's going to, going to copy it. Make sure you get it in front of there, a bit nearer the screen. Right, anyone know what that might be? Snail. Who said Snail. Oh, well done, Sarah. Well done. Well done. Round of applause. Thank you. One more. Do you want to try this? That looks... <laughs> Some of you are saying, can I bend my hands that way? Can I, can I fit? Can... Right, Dylan's having a go. Let's go. Come on then, Dylan. When I was a teacher, moving your hand meant you thought you had the answer to me. Go for it. <laughs> okay. All up there. Well, you know, it's quite difficult. Go for it, okay. Left hand there, right hand there. And this is a really good one if you can get it. That's it, underneath a little bit. Okay, get it in front of that screen and we'll work, we'll work it out. Oh! I've been, I've been practicing, so, you know, that's, that's okay because I'm allowed to cheat. Where's that? Dear, thank you very much. Really easy, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. You look confused, but it was. <laughs> You're surprised you were right. Was it that good? <laughs> okay, look. Shadow puppets are really, really good fun. And they're, they're quite exciting, actually, don't they? We were able to, just by manipulating our hands, just, just putting them, doing something different with them, put a different image on that screen. That's kind of boring, isn't it, really? That, but we can do more than we think. And it's not too difficult to do. We made some fairly simple hand things to make some fairly complex images, and I think that's really important. But what it also did was we created a moment where people went, oh, yeah, ah, oh, isn't that clever? And those are wonderful things to do, because we change, which is changing the way that we sometimes see things, and that's important. Catherine was reading this morning about doing the sorts of things that God would do. Being holy 
because he is holy. That's a really, really important thing to be able to do as his people. But when we're looking at a picture of a rabbit, and we try to create a picture of a rabbit, we're only copying something he's already done. I don't know how it all happened, but God imagined and made rabbits. They were his idea. And when we copy his ideas, we bring something of him into, into a situation, into a conversation, into whatever it is we're doing. So if we learn to copy the sorts of things that God would do, we can kind of change the world around us a little bit. And our hands and what we say are two simple ways of doing that. Saying kind words, saying helpful words, and doing kind things and helpful things. So I think it's important, first of all, for us as a church to think about how can I do kind things? How can I do the sort of thing that God would do? Can you imagine a tree that we designed? You can't, can you? God's, God's capacity is much greater through it, but we can sometimes be part of it when we allow him to work through us as his people. Now, to help us remind that to, about that today, I've got a little craft for the children that I'll bring over, but effectively, I want us to think about the things we do, our hands. There are people we know, and there are things that we could do for them. And so if you want, you can do that this, this morning. I'll just bring it over. So for example, I've got a friend who's unwell. He can't stand up very well, but he wants to put some kitchen cabinets up. So mine, someone I know called John, I'm going to try and help him put his kitchen cabinet up. So he will know something of God's kindness to him. Now I'm rubbish at putting up cabinets. <laughs> he doesn't know that, but I'm... <laughs> But I trust that God will be there too because we're doing it for him. And that's important, isn't it? It's not always just our strength. It's knowing that God's there too when we ask him to help us. It's no good saying, dear God, please help me. By the way, this is the way I'm going to do it. How many people do that? Right, okay, those five. <laughs> you, are, you are wonderful because you're admitting it. <laughs> but most of us say, this is what I think I should do. And when we are, even if we ask God, we go off and do what we thought we should do. And what this passage is telling us, little girls this morning, is about doing it the way that God might do it. And I'm going to talk to the older boys and girls in a moment about what that might look like. But can I ask you youngsters to come and um, make yourself some hands to take home, stick on the fridge, the cookie jar, whichever you go to most. And um, well, it might be the cleaning cupboard or the bookshelf, I don't know. There we are. Super, thank you very much. And I'm going to, can you copy that between you? And mums and dads, if you want to help, that's great, and it won't take long. Can we have the um, reading up, please, Ian? If I get rid of that. Here's a couple of things for us boys, for us older boys and girls. It's really important. God, dazzled. Right, thank you very much, Sarah and Ed. Here's a couple of thoughts. Look at this. Prepare your minds for action. How we think is critical to this passage, to this way of being. How we think. And, and we, we read in the Bible about being inspired. And the world talks about wanting to be inspired. And the root of the word is to be filled with the Spirit. 
is to, be ha- is to have God's inspiration. He puts his spirit in you. That's the root of the word. And so we want to be people who are inspired, which means our minds sometimes have God's imagination with it. But some of the things we think thinking about come from God too. And that means that we have to have minds that are ready, minds that are open, minds that suggest that could work, minds that don't rule out things that, you know, might be a little bit out of the ordinary sometimes, things that might be a bit tricky for us to do. So we need to be alert to one another. We need to be alert to God's speaking into our life. And we don't want to rule him out. Second thing he talks about there is... um, Focusing about the grace. Can we we have that there? That's on the verse 13, isn't it? Focusing on the grace that we have received. Hands up if you've ever said, why can't they just? (laughs) Two hands. Right, okay. Here's a thought. Is it because they don't know God yet the way you do? Is it because they haven't experienced God's love or forgiveness in that area of the life in the way that you have? Is it because they haven't known that that doesn't have to be the solution or their way of being every time? We really need to be reminded of God's grace to us. And his, that's his love to us, even though we didn't, don't deserve it. He wants to. So setting our minds hope on the grace that was given us should help us look at the person in front of us and see them the way God sees them. The way Jesus saw people when they came to him for help. Why can't they just is one of the worst sentences in the world. Because it condemns so many people. It eliminates the possibility of God's grace for them. Because, and we've thought that. That's our thinking, it's not God's thinking. So that's important, isn't it? Focus on the grace. And then third, can we have the next verse please? Okay, verse 14, look at that. Don't conform. Let's not do stuff the way the world does it. Let's do it the way God would do it. There are things, there are patterns in life, aren't there? We know that the world we live and work and exist in has loads of regulations. You can't do this, you can do that, okay? We come across these all the time. Particularly in the field of employment, in the field of ethics, in the fields of interpersonal relationships in law and crime. Yes? We all have that. Okay, good. Why? Why do Christians need reminding of those rather than this? We really need to hold on to, we're called to an even higher standard. It's really important, isn't it? There, there's a group of people, and this is a room full of them, who are prepared to show the world there's an even higher standard that comes not from law, but from love. It's prepared to look at the person in front of them and treat them well, not because the law says so, but because we love people. Isn't that a lovely thought? And you all have that capacity. And Peter is saying to this group, this early church, this early group of people, be the kind of people that God would look like God. And then you'll be holy. You'll be doing things other in another way, which is how God is. He is other from the world. He's not like the world. He's not like us. But we can capture some of it and show people a glimpse of it and inspire them and love them and show them just how much God cares for them 
if we think like him. So prepare our minds. Prepare our minds. I'm going away for a few weeks. Well, it's a few, more than a few weeks, isn't it? But this is going to be a group of people who are looking out for one another, who are thinking, how are they? What can I do? How would God do this? How can God resolve this? What, literally, what would Jesus do if he was in this situation? And those are old, that's a bit of a, bit of a cliche phrase because in some ways. But it's actually what Peter is saying here. Be holy because I am. And if we're in a relationship with people and they've said, be like me, let's be like him. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you that you give us hearts, minds, and the ability to help people in all sorts of ways. And we love that you love us. And we thank you. And we pray, thank you for the brothers and sisters in this building here this morning. Pray that you'll help us love one another. And we pray for the people that we're going to meet this week at work, at home, in the village, in, in Coffee Connect, in, in all the things, all the different things we do, in the pub. We pray that we would meet them the way you would meet them. But we also pray that they would meet you as well as us. That there would be something of you in how we speak, listen, help, and be the people around them. So we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being called to be holy. Help us to be holy like you. Amen.